Welcome to the Freedom Seeking Entrepreneur Podcast and I am your host Holly Ellis. Are you ready to remodel your business so that you can live your dream lifestyle sooner rather than later? I cannot wait to dive into today's episode with you so let's begin. So today I wanted to talk about time management and staying focused. Now I don't know about you but there are times where I can feel so overwhelmed in my business and I have done previously as well and when I felt that way it has then led on to procrastination and then at the end of the day you could be sitting there and thinking what have I actually done today like what have I actually done what have I achieved and then then the guilt sets in and it's like I've done nothing what a waste of a day you know and then you're quite horrible to yourself too and you can say horrible things to yourself like oh you've just wasted a day you could have done this you could have done that and then you think to yourself oh I'll just have to try and be better tomorrow I'll have to try and catch up so have you ever felt this way And I bet that you have. And I know that I have on many occasions and I'm definitely not afraid to admit it. And this happened a lot for me last year, but it wasn't due to overwhelm. It was actually due to grief. And I was frozen. I was completely frozen. My mind didn't want to compute at all or kick into gear to do anything. And at one point... I was like this for a couple of months and then the guilt really set in. I mean, the guilt was there every single day because I felt like I was letting people down and that I should have been doing more. So grief can come out in so many different and weird ways and that was one of them for me. And I honestly thought at one point that I was going mad because... I just thought, why can't I get anything done? And, oh, it was horrible. It was an absolutely horrible feeling. I mean, I was coming into my home office every single day, sitting at my desk, ready to get stuff done, and I couldn't. I mean, the maximum I could do was send a couple of emails, and then I just sat there and procrastinated for the whole day, or it felt like it anyway. But really, I was just frozen, absolutely frozen to the core, and it was because grief was in full force. And it was only when I spoke to my grief counsellor that she said that this was normal and it was grief. Because I didn't know it was grief at the time. I was sitting there going, why can't I get anything done? Like, I'm not getting anything done. I feel really bad. I feel so guilty right now. And I just thought, why am I not getting anything done? And when my grief counsellor said that this was grief and it's normal, oh, I felt so relieved and it lifted a huge weight off my shoulders. So then I had to keep reminding myself of that when I wasn't feeling productive and I was still a bit frozen. So I kept saying to myself, this is normal. It's going to pass. It's just going to take a bit of time. This is temporary. Just be patient, Holly. Just be patient. So I was doing all of those things, reminding myself of all these different things. And uh, But at the same time, I was also very conscious that clients needed to be served when I was operating as a graphic designer. So I got savvy with how I served. So even when I felt frozen and I was so aware of this feeling as well, I found that 
if I pushed myself and I just did one thing and no matter how hard and difficult it felt just to get started, I did. And I found that once I got started, I was actually fine to keep going. I felt so much better, but it was actually just the initial getting out of the blocks and getting going that was the most difficult part for me. So even though this is kind of my perspective on sort of time management and overwhelm and procrastination from a grief perspective, you know, I, I wanted to share that with you to kind of share with you that, you know, you do have to be kind to yourself. When you're finding yourself procrastinating and finding yourself overwhelmed and frozen, there's a reason why you're not going mad. And, you know, for me, being told that it was normal really did lift a huge weight from my shoulders. So... A few other things that may help you if you ever feel like this too, where you're procrastinating and you feel so overwhelmed, but actually you really need to get stuff done in your business um, and get focused and stay focused as well, is just get started. So do what I did, no matter how hard and no matter how difficult it feels, just do it you you you've got to um and push through because once you push push through that initial big barrier it's like a big brick wall standing up in front of you and you just can't get past it once you actually start knocking through that wall things will get easier so other things that can help as well to help you stay focused so that you actually get things done in your business when the overwhelm is fully there and fully present and the procrastination is Turn all distractions off. So that includes your social media. I mean, that is the biggest distraction ever, right? And then put your phone on airplane mode if you can. Because it literally turns you off from from the whole world. So that you can actually stay focused and get stuff done. Um, Set an intention of what you want to achieve by the end of the day. Don't overwhelm yourself with too many things. Choose two to three key tasks and do those. And just get really focused on the task at hand as well. Now, there's other things that you can do to help with procrastination and overwhelm as well. So you could outsource. So if you have the time and the energy for this, definitely do it because it does help. Track your time and identify any gaps where you're losing it, like scrolling on social media. You could give the Pomodoro technique a go. So everybody's attention spans are so low at the moment. Um, And they have been for quite some time, actually. So, you know, not just with social media and consuming content, but actually probably working as well. And if that task that you're wanting to work on does not excite you, then obviously you're going to struggle to work on it. So again, you could outsource the tasks that you don't like doing and just do the tasks that you like doing. But if you're not in a position to do that, you could try the Pomodoro technique. Now, this is something that I've used in the past and it's been epic. So the Pomodoro technique is basically where you choose one task and one task only. And that is the only task you're going to focus on until you complete it. And you basically set a timer 
for 25 minutes and you work on that one and only task for 25 minutes and if you can complete it in that time great if you can't what you do is after the 25 minutes you have a five minute break and then you go again for another 25 minutes and you can do this four times through before then giving yourself a longer break and when I've done this previously in the past I have smashed through my to-do list within half the time that I'd estimated. So it's a very, very good technique. So if you've never tried it before, I would recommend that you do. The other thing that you can do as well is go work in a different environment. Like if your current workspace or home office isn't working for you, go work in a different environment. So again, this is something that I've done where I've gone and worked in a coffee shop along the road and... Again, I've completely smashed through my list of things that I needed to do and I've been the most productive I've ever been because I've taken myself out of my environment to somewhere else. So it's almost changing your state and working in a different environment where nobody knows you, you can relax, you can chill, you can do things in your own time, but actually you'll find you'll become so much more productive and it's great. Um... The other thing that you could do as well is look at when you are your most productive and what time of day is that and take advantage of it. So again, a few years ago in the summertime, I found myself waking up at 6am every single morning or maybe half five and I thought, wow. And it was just because the sun was shining through and I thought, I'm awake, I'm wide awake, I'm just going to get up and I'm going to work. So I used to work from sort of half six, seven o'clock till nine o'clock in the morning before having a break. And I was so productive in those two, two and a half hours. I got so much done and then I felt great for getting so much done before nine o'clock in the morning. And then I had a bit of a break before I then started again. So you've got to think about, are you an early bird or a night owl? Or are you that exhausted pigeon somewhere in the middle? And you've got to look at when are you your most productive? What time of day is that? If it's evenings, work evenings. No one ever said running a business had to be nine till five. It's your business. You can choose when you work. Nobody else needs to dictate the hours that you work. You can choose to work when you want to work. Obviously, if you've got commitments... Work around those commitments, but do what works for you and what feels good for you as well. That is the whole point. And yes, it might take a bit of trial and error, but once you find what works for you, great, go for it. Um, so why not have a play around with all of this? Have a look at your time and how you use it. Um, because you know, running a business can be fun, it can be playful and exciting. It doesn't have to be tiring, stressful and overwhelming all of the time. And that's the thing is, you know, you want to be making sure that you are staying focused, that you are moving the needle in your business because you don't want to get three, six or 12 months down the line and think, what have I actually achieved with my business this year? Because ultimately, the results that you get in your business do have a direct impact on your life, your personal life, you know, in terms of how much money you're paying yourself and how much financial security that's going to give you. And then, you know, depending on the business model that you have, making sure that you have time to do fun things 
spend that fully present time with your friends and family and just make sure that you are running your business in a way that feels good to you and supports the lifestyle that you want to be living rather than your lifestyle supporting your business because from experience it needs to be your business supporting your lifestyle not the other way around no sacrifice should have to be made for your business in your personal life so thank you for listening I've enjoyed sharing all of this with you. I hope it has helped. And obviously, I've given a little bit of a personal insight into grief and the effect that it had on me last year in 2022 and what it was like trying to work and being so frozen. Um, But if you have liked what you've heard, then please subscribe and follow. Share this episode with any of your friends that you feel it would benefit them. And I will speak to you very soon. You've been listening to me, Holly Ellis, on the Freedom Seeking Entrepreneur podcast. If you like what you heard, please feel free to follow and subscribe. And until next time, I'll see you soon.